You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. It's just a thought, just a thought. It's my opinion. It's just a thought, just a thought. Get out your What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Sheree Nicole, with another episode of Just a Thought with Sheree Nicole. Thank you guys so much for rocking and rolling with me in season three. I know I haven't spoken to you in a few weeks. It's been a really busy, crazy summer. Uh, Essence Fest was one of the big things I had to do this summer and then followed up with the Stellar Awards in Las Vegas. So it's just been busy. It's the busiest time of year for me. So I took a few weeks off to kind of get those things in order, get myself together, make sure those things were done and handled before I could come back and spend some time with you all and pick back up where we left off. So thank you guys for your patience. For those who've been catching up with the episodes that have already been posted, thank you so much. And I'm excited. We're going to just keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? I'm back like I never left, in other words. And um, I'm so excited because I get an opportunity to share a recent interview that I had with Judge Lynn Toller. And if you recall, sadly, she lost her husband last year. And despite that, she's been moving forward with a really great show. She's executive producing on the All Black Network and so much more. And so she opened up about how she's moving through her grief but at the same time, how she's still continuing to move in her greatness. And without further ado, here's my conversation with Judge Lynn Toller. I have an amazing guest that is here that I need you guys to hear from today. And we're going to be talking about a show that is executive produced and created by Judge Lynn Toller and starring China Lane. It's called Judge Me Not. It's the story of Zelma J. Johnson, an unusually bright young black woman who struggles with mental health issues, a ludicrous family, and a volatile love life. My goodness. And we're going to join her as she takes on her new role as a judge in a court full of outrageous characters, both in front of and behind the bench. And, you know, I mentioned just a second ago, executive produced by Judge Lynn Toller. Guess what? She's my special guest today, <laughs> Judge Lynn Toller. How are you? It is an absolute honor and a pleasure to be chatting with you. Thank you so much, Sheree. I'm so glad to be here. I want to jump right into this, though, because, you know, Judge Toller, this is an interesting lane for you. This mm-hmm. is also a very fun lane, I would assume. Um, so for you, can we just speak about the inception? Like, how did this concept come from page to screen? I'm a, I, you know, I just write all the time. You know, I've always, I've always got unfinished books in my hard drive. And I said, oh, I've never done a screenplay. So let me try and do one. I had some ideas and I've been writing on it for years. And then finally, my husband said, like, yo, baby, if you're going to do it, you might as well let somebody see it. Mm. And so I shopped it around and, you know, I it'd still be in my hard drive if it wasn't for him. And, wow. uh, you know, I shopped it around. All Black liked it. And here we are. Let me ask you this, because because writing is not an easy thing especially when you talk about writing for television or film. So did you have interest in this creative art form well before now, or did you just kind of grow into, you know, this creative television writer? 
I have been an accidental overachiever all my life. I haven't intended to do any of the things that I have done. I was supposed to be a doctor. Now look at me. It's just, you know, it just, hmm. if it seems interesting and it thinks like something I can figure out, yeah. I'll go do it. So I read a couple scripts to see how hmm. you format and all that kind of stuff. I got final draft and, you know, you just, you keep plugging till you get it right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And we're in a society in a world where labels are just slapped on people all the time. So can you speak to this, the importance of being free enough? Well, yes, you're, you're, you're Judge Lynn Toler. We know you don't play when you're behind the bench, you turn up, but just being open to, yes, I'm great over here, but I can also be great in all these other areas, especially now post COVID when everybody's kind of dibbling and dabbling in different things. Can you just speak to the importance of versatility, especially on the professional level? Yeah, you know, part of it is I get bored easily. So I always want to do something new just so it's interesting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if, if I keep doing the same thing, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. So I just do new stuff to keep myself entertained. Sometimes it turns out well, sometimes mm -hmm. it doesn't. And so mm -hmm. I just, you know, willing to give it a, give everything a shot and then see what see what turns up. Well, this is certainly turning up. And I, I want to talk about just your your experience behind the bench as a judge, how has that impacted the creation of this show and the execution of it as well? You know, I was a municipal court judge and a municipal court judge is the one who sees the domestic violence cases, the, you know, the local guy who can't get his meds right, uh, negligent mm -hmm. homicide, all that kind of stuff. So I got to see waves of humanity. Mm -hmm. I, I arraigned 75 people in a morning, you know, just boom, 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 boom. So you got to see a vivid pick snapshot of whatever's going wrong in your community. Yeah. You know, not that, not the heavy duty drug dealers and stuff, but regular folks when they get it wrong. And it, mm. it's such a fascinating snapshot of humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Another fascinating snapshot of humanity was the mental health piece that is permeating through this entire, entire series. Why was it important for you to shed some light on that? And has there been any level of, um, impact to your mental health over the years in your career that you, you know, kind of, we kind of see kind of play out a bit in this series? Sure. I, you know, I'm very open about, you know, I have mental health struggles. My parent, my father had mental health struggles. And um, I, in the beginning of my television career, I wouldn't talk about it. And then once I started talking about it, I couldn't stop. And so it's like, look, you can have mental health issues and still be very able, capable, and do your thing. As yeah. long as you, my my thing is, is nothing wrong with having a screw loose as long as you know what to do when it wobbles. You mm. know what I mean? So yeah. it's I'm just letting everybody know that hey, this is nothing to be ashamed of. I think everybody in the entire United States of America needs to go to therapy because none of us are feeling well these days, and. It's 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 just a an honest look at a woman who struggles. Yeah. And she's no less for it. And that woman, Zelma J. Johnson, played by China Lane. How much of you do we see in this character? And how much of this character is somebody that you hope people gain a level of interest and empathy for? She did a remarkable job of taking the the chaos and the concerns in my head and making and turning them visual. 
So she is even more animated than I am and I'm already animated, but she allows people to see the 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 understructure or the or the lack of understructure that 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 rocks me some of the time and she was yeah. able to do it so capably. So she gave you an accurate picture of not only how I behave, but how I feel. Do you think our expectations of those in positions like yours, um, and I mean that from a legal perspective, mm-hmm. are somewhat um mismanaged or misdirected completely and i'll tell you you know judges are people they i was 33 years old they slapped that robe on my back said have at it no class no anything i was a lawyer and then they just gave me that robe and it's um you have a number of judges in this in this uh show and it it shows you how our life experiences bear on what we do what do I see when I see you? Do I see, oh, you could be my daughter or do I see just another chick down the road that I have mm-hmm. to process through? So it's, it's, um, it gives, a, gives us more um, depth, I think. What say you to younger black women who desire to one day be in the seat that you've sat in for so long? And I ask that because again, the world is changing, you know, our society is moving very differently. You know, there's a lot of political ping pong happening. It's just, it's a lot going on right now. What is like one major thing that you think they need to understand to anchor them if they want to have a career that looks like yours from a legal perspective? Don't get too stuck in some lane because I was a corporate lawyer for 10 years and I was making nice money and it was, you know, I was going to trial a little bit. And then some guy down the hall in my law firm said, Hey, you should run for judge. And I wasn't going to do it. But then my husband said, well, why wouldn't you do it? So Mm. don't, I had a path. I was on it. And then somebody jostled me, just be, be amenable to the jostle. Somebody jostles you look up and see what they jostling you about. Because it might be the opportunity that really lays you out. Because I had no sense of being on television at all. So mm-hmm. don't limit yourself by by yourself, you know? Yeah. The limits of yeah. my imagination were much smaller. Mm. I, I want to speak to those limits. Because you mentioned your husband a couple times. Um, how he really encouraged you with this current show. How he encouraged you to even move into being a judge. How much of your movement in, in professionally has been you saying, hey, I'm going to take the leap. I got it. How much of it is my husband Threw me out gave me a nudge and, and pushed yeah, me and said, he, go. He, he pushed. He did it. But for him, nobody would know who I was. But for him, I'd still be at that law firm. He was the one who was pushing me, you know, one more house, baby, one more house, one more house. And I won by six votes the first time around. So every time he said one more house, he was winning me the election because I only had six votes to spare. And then when TV called, I wasn't looking for a TV job. You know, they called me and said, hey, you look interesting. Do you want to do this show? And I said, of course not. And my husband said, why not? And then I said, well, I'll just go check it out. And then, you know, I did it. So all of it was a function of what he did. Mm. I, I'm always interested in, in people who have been able to 
you know, have, have happy marriages, especially in careers like yours? Um, we were always willing to work at every stage of our relationship. We were always willing to work on who we were and how we were dealing with each other, you know, and some of the times were really awful and some of the times were just beautiful. And we were, we were, we were down for the ride. You know what I mean? We were down for the ride. So how do you, how do you move forward creatively? Like, how do you, how do you continue to move forward in the way that you have and still, you know, processing loss? This is not something that just happened. This, this has just recently happened. Right. So right. how has that been for, like, how have you kind of. We, the judge line? we not train had already pulled out. So it was going to, it was going to, we were filming when he died. So um, it was just a whirlwind of, I'm just now taking enough of a breath. Yeah. You know, I was putting out a lot of fires because it was a very unexpected death. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I put out a lot of fires and I'm just now got my head above water and saying, oh shit, he isn't here. Do you know what I mean? It was like, it was, oh, he's not here. He's not here. Now it's like, he's not here. Yeah. So I just have to, I don't know, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this looks like. You know, I don't know how to, I'm just going to, you know what I mean? I have what yeah. I have on my plate. I'm on, I'm going to do what he will, what I think he would want me to do. Yeah. And um, just keep it pushing. How do you define success? And I ask you because even what you're doing in spite of great loss, I look at as success, the ability to, to grieve through, but also to continue to push through and still serve. Cause that's what you're doing, whether it's as a judge, whether it's creatively with judge me not, but how do you define success, especially at this point in your life? I, I, I define sex. <laughs> from but if you want to define it go ahead just told it let it let us know what how do you define it <laughs> we needed a light moment we needed a light moment what was the question <laughs> Define success. Yes. I define sex success in my comment section where mm. I I don't know. I think I built a bit of a family on IG and I write my posts are meaningful. Yes. And the people who read my posts and say another one. Or mm -hmm. I could, I use this because, and I had, and they're starting to talk back to me yeah. about how, what I say on a daily basis. Cause like, I kind of like grieved out loud on IG. Mm -hmm. I didn't go over the board with it, but I, I let everybody, yeah. I mean, I was grieving. I didn't know what else to do. And in the comment section, you see who you've touched, you know what I mean? Or like you do an interview on YouTube and you look in the comment section, typically I, they tell you not to look in the comment section, but my fans have been so kind to me and so uh, supportive that, you know, I can do it. I don't know. There might come a time where I can't do it anymore, but they've been really kind and supportive. And every time I see people who, yeah, I remember you said that, or this changed my mind about this or that, you know, 
how many people I actually touched in a positive way, even unintentionally. That, that I mean, that to me, when you leave a mark on a lot of people, it may not be yeah. a big one, but that says something about how you used your time while you were here. Is there a memorable comment that you can recall? Because you talk about, you know, how you being transparent, authentic with your journey has touched others. Is there a comment that you can recall from someone that touched you? I'll tell you what it was. It was um, a young lady who I had had back in Cleveland as a, uh, I used to do um, outreach programs for young girls in trouble. And she found me and I saw her in the comments. She says, I was in your class in Cleveland Heights and I was this, 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 and this. And then she told me what her dude was doing. And he goes, my mom says I should go home. What should I do? Hmm. And I said, go home. And she went home. You know what I mean? This guy was like doing bad things to her and she couldn't, and she couldn't, and she, she had her mother calling her home, but she just needed a push. Yes. And, and then she, DM me later and said, I, I, I went on and I'm like, you know, she was in a, a really heavily abusive situation. Those things are very difficult to leave. And she had somewhere to go. She had a safe way out and she just needed somebody to say, you can go. And, you know, cause her mother would say, I, I'm, I'm come on. Home. Yeah. And she went home and I was glad that she reached out to me and said, you know, you've made it, you've made a difference in my life. Now I'm at a precipice and I need, I need help. Mm. I mean, that's, that's just a win, win, win all the way around. Well, another win, win, win is judge me not. And I just feel like there's more out before we started going and, and we hit, you know, the, the mic started getting, you know, the mics were hot and all that. I said to you, I think this is going to be the first of many. And I know sometimes it's difficult to kind of even gauge, yeah. all right, what's next? Because it's, right, you know, right. sometimes you just want to sit in the moments that you're in. Um, but what what are your hopes creatively? Do you have any in terms of moving forward, some things that you'd like to I would like to ride Judge Me Not as far as it can go because it has so much, so much um, uh, capacity to reflect what's going on in society that it is very concerning in a positive but funny way that allows us to take a look at ourselves. So I'm hoping to ride this one as long as I can. I do have other ideas and other novels that I've written. So, you know, I, I got enough to keep me busy. I just have to stay in the seat long enough to get it done. <laughs> <laughs> Judge Toller, it is it is an honor to to talk to you. I value your time greatly. And thank you just for all that you've invested. You've been a great example of just you know, you talk about being you and authenticity. And when I first saw you on TV, you know, years and years ago, I was yeah, like, she's like a real person. She's like a real person. This is yeah, you cool. get the real me. Yeah, it's, it, it is, it's, it's, it's really gratifying as a young Black girl and a, and a Black woman and kind of just evolving into yourself to see Black women really sit in and sit in who they are and the truth of who they are and be authentically themselves. So thank you for your example because it's not something that we often get and it's very, very much honored and appreciated. So- Well, thank you for I that. It makes that. me feel good. That's like yeah. my comment section, showing me some love. I love I it. Go down to Judge Toller's comments and just leave a little, a little piece of something. And speaking of comment section, I wanna make sure that people can keep up with you on social media. So how can they do that? 
Uh, Real Judge Lynn on I, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and TikTok. Real Judge Lynn. All right, guys, you heard that. Go in the comments, send some love to Judge Toler, and also check out her new show, Judge Me Not. It is on All Black. It airs every Thursday night, so do some catching up if you need to. Judge Toler, thank you so, so much. Thank you for having me. It's a delightful conversation. Thanks so much for listening. This is Just a Thought, hosted and produced by yours truly, Sheree Nicole. Just a Thought is now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and YouTube. And make sure you subscribe, share, download, and rate this podcast if you love what you've heard. You can follow the Just a Thought podcast on Instagram at Just a Thought Show and on Twitter at Just a Thought Win. That's W-I-N. You can also follow me, Sheree Nicole, on Instagram and Twitter on the same handle, Sheree underscore Nicole. S-H-A-R-I underscore N-Y-C-O-L-E. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.